Welcome back, you guys. It is a, another week, and that means another new episode of Out of His League. And I am back with my incredible, funny, charming sister, Madison. Hi. <laughs> Can't take a compliment very well. It's never been good for me. That doesn't I, make sense because we're Leos. I know. I prefer like the self-deprecating humor, you know? Yeah. Except when I self-deprecate you, you don't like it as much. That's not self-deprecating. <laughs> it's just deprecating? Is it? Can it be called deprecating humor? Or would you just pick an entirely different word? Is deprecating a word? Um, I don't know. I've never heard it like that. I feel like it's just like you have the driest, most sarcastic sense of humor. But my favorite thing is like you think you're the funniest person on the planet. Oh my God, because I am. Like... <laughs> No joke. This girl is like so proud of her sense of humor. And um, it's led to like. Like when I many. say, when I say I want people to like me for my personality, what I really mean is I want you to think I'm hilarious. I mean, I think you think you're funny enough for like everyone else, right? I think I'm really freaking funny. But I, I'm like a one-liner funny, you know? Like if you're like in a really crowded room and you're about to hear someone give a speech, like come sit by me and I'll probably like throw out these like under my breath one-liners that I think are really funny and maybe you will too, is what I'm saying. Yeah, I mean, you have a pretty like biting sense of humor. Biting? Yeah. What does that mean? I don't know. It's like kind of like, caustic almost what does caustic mean i need a dictionary to get through the rest of this episode she went she's trying to redeem herself because she was saying that she didn't know if deprecating was a word and now she's just throwing all these sat words at me yeah you would think i would have just been phenomenal on my sats when it came to the vocabulary section because i grew up with basically a living dictionary at my house but what happened, Maddie? Why why didn't I why didn't I do that while my SATs in that part? I don't know. You just thought you were too funny. You didn't have time for me. Oh, she's got the zinger. Boom. This is Out of His League with Mackenzie Dittman. I was definitely talking about myself a lot and that meant we didn't get time to talk more about Maddie and learn more about her. Obviously throughout the rest of the season, you guys will get to know her and we'll get to love her. I think you guys will probably end up liking her more than you like me. Seems to be a trend. Just kidding. Well, actually, but not. Um, so Maddie, tell us more about yourself. Um, I feel like Anytime somebody asks me that, I immediately am just like, I'm a law student. That's my entire personality right now um, because I kind of like eat, breathe, sleep law school. But I'm in my final semester, which means that I won't get to use that to like describe my personality for too much longer. But uh, then you can describe yourself as a lawyer. Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to lead with that. <laughs> How does that work? How does your one identifying trait be like, I'm a law student. And then once you actually become a lawyer, that's not what you lead with. Cause not everyone passes the bar. Yeah. I mean, that's true. And I will be like practicing as an attorney, but you'd be like, I'm a practicing attorney. I'm actually going to be like, excuse me. I'm an Esquire. <laughs> that's the term for attorney. 
Who uses that? It's this incredible. isn't this isn't the the fourteen hundreds. Um, I've seen that so many places in LA. Like assholes love to use the term Esquire. I'll never forget when I was like driving in Brentwood and mm. there was this like, Of course it's Brentwood. Yeah, of course it's Brentwood. Yeah. The land of Teslas and like Wranglers and, and lawyers. There was this <laughs> Wrangler and it was like huge all black like everything was it was the really nice one I don't know what that one is called Mm -hmm. um and they had a custom license plate and it was like hot ESQ hot Esquire what if they just meant like they're hot-esque no like they're that's definitely an attorney like esque I'm (laughs) hot-esque is that like a thing hot-esque like statuesque kind of thing yeah like like instead of like grotesque like hot-esque um, wow, I just threw out a really big vocabulary. I, I like that you went to grotesque and I went to statuesque. So what is statuesque? It means you're like, like you have stature, like, you know, like tall and pretty, like statuesque, like models. So not us. I mean, I think you can be. I'm like two inches taller than you. How am I statuesque? I don't know. I feel like you have just like. I'm flattered. I'm, I'm flattered. I don't, but. I don't know. I'm your little mouse. So. <laughs> Yeah, Maddie's nickname is Little Mouse because it's really cute. Like the way that she eats, it's like, it's like, but like not in an annoying way. It's just like, she's so adorable that like when she eats food, it just, I don't know. It looks like how I would imagine like a mouse devouring its cheese, (laughs) like slowly and very cute. Like thinking about eating cheese. I can only think about that scene in New Girl with Schmidt just like in the block of cheese, just going for it. And man, I I wish I could be like that. I really think that people would like to watch you eat. It's like on these on these reality shows, like Love Island, you never saw us eat because apparently it's unattractive to watch people eat. I agree with this because I've tried to take that really sexy photo where like I'm eating, like I'm in the middle of eating something and it never turns out. But I feel like you would be an exception to that. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate the compliment. (laughs) I'm learning how to take compliments. Maybe that can be my New Year's resolution. Yeah. This is also a a tips for taking compliments podcast. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's been my resolution for like a million years. That and not saying sorry for everything, including things that. When do you ever say sorry to me? <laughs> That's true. I say sorry to everyone. Oh my else. god, you never say sorry to me. I'm just like perpetually saying sorry. Otherwise, what does that even mean about our relationship? I don't know. Do we need to go to couples counseling? No, I think that's a good sign. I think saying sorry, the amount that I do and like a lot of women do, it's not good. Sorry, not sorry. Yeah. No, I really, I'm not big. That's one of my big mottos of people ask me like, what's a tip for just like basically just not taking shit from anyone. And it's like, don't apologize if you're not actually sorry. Yeah. Like you can be sorry for how someone feels about something or you can be sorry about that. But if you genuinely feel like everything that you did, you could not have done it better and you have no qualms about the way you handled something, why are you going to say sorry? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's just like it's a a habit. It's a twitch. Yeah. An etiquette thing. That's like mom thinks that we don't say please enough. Did you know that? I feel like in a lot of cultures, people don't say please. Like it's not a thing. I don't even know if it's like a word in every. Oh, so we're we're cultured. No, I'm just saying I I don't know like what please does. Uh, Like 
I don't know how important it is. Yeah, I'm going to say that to mom next time. Yeah. Mom, Sorry. I'm cultured. Sorry, mom. I went to Europe. I'm cultured. <laughs> but going back to the fact that Maddie's in law school, I thought it was going to be really fun, the idea of maybe doing a segment where Maddie gives like lawyerly advice or counsel advice. What is it called? When you like um, consult counsel. Is that what they say in, in, in movies? Yeah. I mean, I guess. Isn't there like a term? I mean, consult yeah. with my lawyer. Yeah. Anyway, I, I wanted to do a, like a consulting segment, but Maddie being the very morally and ethically sound lawyer or almost lawyer that she is. Maddie, do you want to tell them what you said when I asked if you would give advice? I mean, according to the ethical rules, if you give advice, you take people on as clients, depending on like the type of advice rendered and the questions that you're getting. So sorry, guys, I will not be taking on any of you as clients, but um, (laughs) happy to, I likely will be, you know, I'm actually crying, sharing a few nuggets of, of wisdom and advice just generally about like navigating school, like yeah I think like being a I call myself like a pseudo adult because I don't really feel like a full adult yet like when school is the thing that's tying you down um the school never really ends like I know some jobs don't like you don't have a weekend in a traditional way but a lot of jobs you do like you get to you know let all of it go with school like you're paying a ton of money yeah. To, to learn and educate yourself and you don't really take time off in the same way um when your brain doesn't get time off in the same way so I just feel like I've sort of been trapped in just student life for so long I mean don't make yourself sound boring I think you're more social than I am oh yeah definitely I I People are always like kind of surprised about that. I think they assume that like Ken's is the social one and I'm really social one. Yeah, she's not. The way I would best describe it is I'm the type of person that three weekends out of the month, I'm at home working or just hanging out at home. And then one weekend out of the month, I'm doing a trip and I'm going out every second of every day, not drinking a lot because I don't drink liquor and I don't party hard like that. But Maddie, like, it's cute. Sometimes I DD her and her friends and I just get like really, I get such mom vibes and I'm just like, have a good time. Be safe. Like, let me know like when you want to come home. I do love a good wine night. It's kind of my, my thing. Um, yeah, I do feel like you do a lot more of the trips, that sort of thing. I don't even know, yeah. like, I can't do it with school and when with my dog. You went on a trip, yeah. But I think even if I didn't have those things, that's just not how I want to be like using my free time. Like I'd rather just do like nice dinners out places and get that cocktail and like just relax and enjoy the company of people that I care about. Yeah. Maddie has a really great group of friends here in LA. I feel like I think that living together. So like I live with Maddie part-time and then the rest of the time I live with my parents in Tucson and I, you know, talked a little bit about that in the last episode, but I, I think it's been really good learning experience from me to see, cause Maddie and I are so different when it comes to social situations. I see Madison interact with friends and when she goes on dates and stuff, and it is so different from what my life is like. And it, 
makes me feel kind of like aspirational about what I want and what I would want out of my friends and out of a partner and that kind of thing. Because I think I've had such a unique lifestyle of, I was always working in the nightlife industry. And so that's where all my friends came from and everyone I dated was from that. But now that I'm like establishing my own life and I'm kind of making my own rules, I think I'm taking a lot of notes from what you're doing. Oh, that's really sweet. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like I try to balance things as much as possible, but I can always like tell that I'm definitely an extrovert because I just if I go like multiple days without really seeing people and then I see people again, I'm just all of a sudden rejuvenated, which is like the sign of an introvert extrovert. And Mm -hmm. um, like you feel like I love to be alone, but when I spend time with people, it's like refreshing for me. Uh, And I, I can't even like describe, it's probably how you feel when you get to like take time alone and just watch your TV shows. Like you need that in order to like, feel fresh and feel like the best version of yourself. Um, But let's be real. Like, you know, you're kind of living with me, but it's Stella's place. Yeah. Stella, Stella was our parents' dog. She's a mini Aussie. You've probably seen her on my Instagram. I'll make sure that she makes an appearance on the out of his league Instagram as well. But she is, I kind of look at Maddie and I as like um, lesbian parents to her. Because I feel like we're like really hip, you know, like I just imagine that lesbian parents would be like really, really cool and just dope people. And I feel like that's what we are to Stella. Like we want to give her the world. We really do. This dog, she's incredible, but um, she's not bossy at all. No. She just requires attention. She requires a lot of attention. Aussies are amazing, but they are Velcro dogs. Like they are stuck. Velcro dogs. I didn't know that was a term. Yeah, I don't know. I read something and it was like describing different fads with dogs and like the mini Aussie fad was a thing for a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I just feel like everybody is like a doodle now. Like we've shifted fads um, or Frenchie, but like when mini Aussies were a thing, they do require like a lot of activity. But the biggest thing is you're taking on a dog that like needs to be attached to you. And it's like very stressful for them uh, if they're not getting that attention I feel like yeah her nickname is Wiggles though because she does this crazy thing where her body literally makes like a C shape because she brings her butt around when she's excited and she just wiggles everywhere yeah she is so funny she doesn't have a tail so yeah that's her version of wagging her tail (laughs) is her wiggle but if you ever like just want a good laugh if you go on Twitter and like search Australian Shepherd wiggle like a ton of them do that and it is so funny (laughs) Yeah, you can search Corgi Butts or Aussie Wiggles. Either way, you're going to get a good a good laugh out of it, I oh, would yeah. say. But we are going to do more than just talk about our dog for this episode. Uh, or your really dog. It's really hard for me. Though. Yeah. Madison's phone. Oh, my God. Madison's camera roll. It's shocking. It is truly like when you imagine like if you had a stalker, like the, how many photos they would have of you on their phone. That's like Maddie with Stella. It's all Stella. And and our selfies. I'm not I'm not even exaggerating. Like you guys think I'm kidding. It is literally it's probably like 50 or 60 photos of Stella before you see anything else. Sometimes I take pictures of food or sunsets <laughs> or rocks. Rocks. Oh my god. We went to Joshua Tree and very 
like, you know, blissful spiritual place. It's really cool. However, I wasn't like tempted to take that many photos because it's just all rocks. Oh, that did not keep Madison from taking photos. You beautiful. You took so many photos of just rocks. Yeah. I mean, they're stunning. What are you going to do with those rock photos now? Print them out. Make a book. You're going to make a book of rocks. Yeah. I thought about making a, there were, (laughs) I like to go to national parks uh, with my mom. It's like one of our, our things that we do. We've been to, I think 23 together at this point. And um, there's a lot of buttes at these national parks. And I thought it'd be really funny to make a book of big buttes, (laughs) like big butts. I bet that will get your rocks off. I, I always explain my puns, which apparently is like not how puns are supposed to work. If it requires an explanation, it's probably not funny. Well, I don't even think it requires an explanation. I just feel like I need to explain, <laughs> like just in case they don't get it. You know, I'm, I had to preemptively explain it. But I'm not giving people enough credit. Yeah, you're I not. I like big buttes. Like you would figure that out. I mean, you like big buttes <laughs> and you cannot lie. And those other brothers can't deny I sing that song to Stella sometimes. Oh my God. We're still, we can't, see, we can't get away from Stella. Okay. All right. So we're back. We did record this episode in two parts. My friend Mark was nice enough to let us use his podcast setup. So we recorded parts of episodes and just funny stuff to share with you guys. And I thought it was really entertaining. Don't you think? I think so. I mean, you probably think it was more entertaining than me. You do think you're very funny. Oh, my gosh. She's never going to let this go. She's never going to let it go. Never will. Maybe when you stop talking about it so much. Okay. Well, that'll <laughs> never happen. So I guess we're in a stalemate. But we ended up going on a really long tangent after we cut off the last part. And we just decided that we could do better. So we're re-recording. <laughs> You're allowed to do that. It's part of the editing process. Oh, yeah. And I also think like we're going to revisit that in a different form in a later episode. episode jinx and if you hear that in the background that's stella she heard us talking about her a lot in the first part and she thought it she should be here for the second part yeah i mean she is our other co-host so she's very noisy co-host but yes if you hear her that's what's going on but since this is an episode where we're trying to get to know Maddie better, I thought it would be fun to play one of those most likely games. Now, I'm, I'm not very good on TikTok, so I know that those became pretty popular in TikTok, like who's most likely to do this or you that. You had that one really funny TikTok, though. What really funny one? The, the board in the, the house. house. Oh, my God. That was epic. I think I've archived it now, but my mom literally, well, our mom <laughs> literally, like, she spent a long time getting those shots for you right yeah we spent an entire day of i thought it'd be really funny to do my own take on the board in the house challenge and just do planks everywhere so i was planking all over my house (laughs) a different kind of board it's a good pun oh there you go yeah is that not the intent 
No. Oh my gosh. I just thought it'd be really funny to plank everywhere. See, that's the thing is like, I just don't feel like what I think is funny translates very well to TikTok. I thought that was hilarious. Thank you. Thank you. I feel like you would also just tell me it was hilarious in an effort to get me to do it and embarrass myself. I don't know. It was pretty good. As, <laughs> as we're that one time I tried to like help you with the TikTok dance. Do you remember when you tried to learn that? Oh my God. <laughs> I, I really She's not a very good Gen Zer. I'm not I'm really just I regret that I was not in more dance classes as a child because I think it would have really come in handy with all of these TikTok trends. It's not like my dance my Irish dance when I was a child has come in yes, handy. So. Yes. Madison was a competitive Irish dancer at one point and it was pretty impressive. I was actually like pretty good. It's like a weird flex to have at a party. Like, yeah, I can I can do an Irish jig. I was always jealous as I had one friend who was like, oh, yeah, I did Scottish dancing. And I'm like, wow, you managed to one up me with the weirdness factor. It's definitely weirder. Is it as attractive as Irish dancing? I doubt it based on what we've seen in Outlander. I mean, and those weird curly wigs like Irish dancing is special. Yeah, it is something else. I mean, if you have not seen Irish dancing before, utilize that YouTube. Go look at it. Go check it out. But getting back to the most likely game, I just found a few questions on the internet and I'm going to surprise Madison with most of these. I think she knows about one of them, but let's see how this goes and you'll learn more about Maddie and probably more about me through it. Okay. Are we both answering these or like just me? Yeah. Whoever, we're both answering, but it's like if you have a gut, if you have like a knee jerk reaction, like say it. Okay. Who is most likely to survive a zombie apocalypse? Oh, you. Oh, my God. I was going to say you. I think you because you're pretty like cunning, ruthless, but also also care a lot about other people, too. So, like, I think you could get a group going, but you wouldn't be afraid to take the zombies down. Would it be like totally inappropriate of me to say that that's probably the biggest compliment you've ever given me that I would survive a zombie apocalypse? <laughs> Your um, Slytherin self is probably. I was literally close. about to say when you were saying <laughs> cunning and all these other things, I'm like, okay, so you're just taking the definition of a Slytherin and applying it here. I, I am a Slytherin. Madison is a Gryffindor. Yeah. For anyone, this is from. But I'm like a Hermione Gryffindor. I mean, neither of us have read the books. So, like, kind of Ravenclaw-y. Maddie really, really wants to be Ravenclaw, yeah. like, desperately. It's upsetting. Someone the other day thought that I was a Ravenclaw, and I was so flattered. That is flattering. I mean, that goes again towards you surviving this zombie apocalypse. Yeah, I mean, I just... I, you I can also run fast. I can. I do have the ability to run fast. This, and I, this girl, she's selling herself short. She is a good runner I feel like, like naturally gifted I feel like I could also hide in small spaces I, like I've, I feel like I could do that too yeah I mean that's true can you climb what are your climbing skills like I could climb I could climb a tree I can climb well enough I think I'm really good at like being invisible and I think that would get me through the zombie apocalypse yeah for a I while. literally think that you would just somehow fashion yourself like in Hunger Games when they painted themselves a disguise and just hid for days 
yeah also like you i think I, c- I could pull a pita you don't need meat so i don't but i have a million dietary restrictions yeah so you'd be pretty limited but no one probably want your food at the grocery store so i think the zombies would like want something <laughs> the gluten-free section is still there yeah that's the, it the, the everything gluten, else is gone the gluten-free section is untouched <laughs> everything else is missing the zombies did not want it they're like nah dog <laughs> they said i prefer my meals either like warm and human or just full of carbs that is so funny okay the next one who is most likely to get a terrible tattoo i said maddie yeah i maddie do you want to tell the story about how you got your no, tattoo I, I don't need to get into do you even details. still have it yeah i just never see your stomach I so i don't get to I see just it like when I started college just decided I want to get a tattoo I don't know you were a little bit drunk no I wasn't not when I got a tattoo you weren't drunk when you got that no you were sober you're supposed to be sober when you get tattoos I, I know you're supposed I am to be. a rule follower that would kill me in the zombie apocalypse <laughs> I'd be like no I can't jaywalk there are no cars I still can't do it you almost jaywalked the other day on the way to dinner I know that light took actually 10 minutes do you really think in a zombie apocalypse that the crosswalks are going to be operating on normal timing (laughs) so there's going to be no electricity yeah like come on maddie's just gonna be stuck on one side of the street (laughs) forever (laughs) the zombies are just gonna start marching towards her and she's like i can't cross the street i didn't get the little green man (laughs) oh my god so we're gonna move on most likely to have a threesome i think you I mean, maybe just because I like find women more attractive in that way than you. Yeah. I think I'm more fluid. I think you're more fluid than I am. I talk about that in an episode with Kira that's coming up. But yeah, I just not in a bad way. Yeah. No, I I mean, everyone has different comfort levels with things. And I always tell guys when I started dating them, I'm like, I hope that you've had all the threesomes you've ever wanted to have because you will not be having one. If we are in a relationship, <laughs> you, I will give you a hall pass to go have one if you've never had one. But from this point on, like there's no chance of that with me, what buddy, about two dudes and you, I have thought about that. And that's almost happened to me. I feel like you're most likely to end up in that threesome. Yes. Maybe we split them up. Yes, but it wouldn't be like the guys wouldn't be with each other. It would just make a kiss. Yeah, that yeah, that'd be fine. That'd be like kind of attractive. Yeah, it could be hot, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I I just don't. Really, I don't really see me contributing enough to the woman if there was a woman in the scenario. Yeah, no, I totally agree with your assessment. Yeah, between the two of us. Yeah. So, next one, most likely to get away with murder. Probably me. You think? Yeah. I don't know. I watch a lot of true crime. That's true. I guess I would just hope with me being in law school, I know the rules well enough. I would think that I would consult you before committing my murder and no, you would be my lawyer. Not, you would be not, my lawyer. Not before you commit the murder. I have to tell because somebody's going to die. Okay. I will ask you. You re- could tell me after. Okay. Well, you'll be my lawyer defending me after I've committed this murder and you will get me off right it's true i mean i'm i'm i don't know if i'll get you off i mean you will have killed someone so i let the justice system play its course you would you would have to defend me yeah and i would defend you vigorously thank you i'm (laughs) now concerned that i should never tell madison if i murder somebody you can tell me after do not tell me before okay fine (laughs) deal (laughs) 
<laughs> Most likely to break some world record. Um, I'm inclined to say not me. I don't know that either of us are breaking records. I mean, like silly world records. Yeah, like I don't know. Like mom would say like I probably have a world record for loudest typer, you know, like. That's not a world record. I know. I said silly things. <laughs> when you said silly, I thought it was going to be something like collecting a million buttons or something. You think there's a world record for collecting buttons? Also, I don't have buttons. She's making it seem like we're like a button drawer somewhere and I'm getting close to a million buttons. I don't know. I just think the first thing that came to mind was a million buttons. I'm not like a million year old lady, like. And grandma probably does have a million buttons. She can have that world record. Okay. Um, going back to the theme of death, who is most likely to fake their own death? <laughs> That's such a silly question. <laughs> I mean, you after you commit the murder. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're on the run. Yeah. Yeah. But that would be so hard because I would like so badly want to call you her mom. Oh, yeah. You would have... You'd have a hard time with that. You, I feel like I, you'd I have to like have you someone. Could, I feel like you could cut ties with us much more easily. I don't know. I think you could. I don't think so. I think if you had like a guy and you guys faked your deaths together yeah. and went off, like and you could do that. That would be kind of cool, honestly. That's like a new idea for a relationship. Let's <laughs> fake our own deaths. Pull a John Ralphio. Yeah. Perks and Rec reference. Oh, yeah. Um, most likely to lock themselves out of the house. I feel like not me because I'm like really obsessive about checking that I have my keys. Oh, no, it's most definitely me. I've <laughs> locked myself out of things multiple times. One time I was on a date and I had only recently moved into an apartment by myself and I locked myself out and Pippa was inside my dog and I had no spare key. He climbed through my kitchen window above my sink in my kitchen that was literally like half the size of a normal window. And then unlocked the front door for me. <laughs> That's like a really generous move for a first date. Honestly, a super nice guy. Did not work out with him, obviously. He's very happy where he's at now. But that, like, ladies, if a man will not crawl through a small window for you to unlock your door, then he's not worth your time. Honestly, he's really not. Okay. Most likely to embarrass themselves in public. I mean, I feel like I do a lot of embarrassing things in public. My dance moves are really embarrassing, but like I'm not embarrassed by it. I don't feel like you would do anything embarrassing. I think people think when you dance, it's cute. I don't think it's embarrassing. Okay. Do you think you do embarrassing things in public? I think it's really hard to embarrass me as well. Yeah. But like, I mean, maybe that's just a really great quality that we both have. Yeah. We just like don't take ourselves too seriously. I can feel really awkward, but I don't get embarrassed. There's a difference. I think my awkwardness and my like hyper awareness of being awkward keeps me from embarrassing myself. Yeah. I feel like neither one of us are prone to like saying really rude things accidentally, you know, oh, like no. people who. I mean, I fall a lot. I've definitely tripped a lot, but I tend to like do a curtsy after. Like, that's what, <laughs> if you're ever walking and you trip over your own feet, which I've done so many times, what you do, if someone sees you, you look up at them, 
and you bow or you curtsy and you say, yeah, I, d- I did that. <laughs> it, it usually gets like, I've gotten an applause a couple of times, honestly. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. Turning that moment into like a moment for people to admire you is it's very Leo. Very Leo. Very Leo. Okay. The last one, most likely to say something stupid on a first date. <laughs> you. No hesitation. No hesitation. No hesitation whatsoever. Uh, yeah, I've definitely Maddie Maddie put it so she said it in such a nice way one time. She's just like Ken's like I wish that I just had your ability to bring up really serious topics without just like any worry for the timing of it. Like how did you say it again? Yeah, I mean, you just if you want to say something, I say you're going to say it and bring it up. You don't obsess over it like I do, like replaying things in your head a million times until you convince yeah. yourself it's probably better to not say it. No, I, I people are like, oh, I have no filter. Like, no, I truly have no filter, like especially on a date after a glass of red wine. I feel like you almost have like an anti filter. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> someone put a filter on me. Someone keep me from hurting myself, like prevent me from this. But honestly, if a guy cannot handle the stupid stuff that I say, then he does not deserve me. That's true. If you will not That's climb through true. a window for me or listen to the dumb stuff that I say. Or clap when you curtsy after yeah, falling. Then just like he's not worth it. And you know what? Whatever. Um, but speaking of first dates, I thought it would be funny if people submitted stories about the weirdest things that someone or the stupidest things that someone said to them on a first date. <laughs> and I just want to get Maddie's reaction to some of these. Okay. Here we go. He asked if I would ever pierce my kitty face because that's what he's into. What is a kitty? Is kitty face a vagina? Yes. <laughs> I like that they put the kitty face though. Oh, it was an emoji yeah. of a kitty face? Yeah. I thought they wrote out kitty face. Oh, no. That- should, we, should we call it a kitty face now? <laughs> should we call a vagina a kitty face? There's a lot of awesome slang for, for vaginas. Vagina. Yeah. Care to share? Um, one of my favorites was when I looked it up one time was Rocket Pocket. Wow. Uh, I like that. It's kind of funny. I'm going to take you to outer space with this thing. There's like, there are so many out there and there's some that are actually like very empowering. Like, really? Yeah. See, I feel like terms like slang terms for boobs are less empowering. Hangers. Yeah, I mean, just generally, like, slang terms Knockers. for women's body parts are really, like, they have kind of awful connotations, you know? It's, like, things that aren't good. Did you say rocket pocket again? <laughs> rocket pocket. Okay. You got kitty face and rocket pocket. Take your pick. I'm going to put a poll up when this episode goes live, and you tell me which one you like better, kitty face or rocket pocket. <laughs> I mean, I'm loving rocket pocket. Okay. Um... That one's just inappropriate. Does it have to do with the kitty face? Kind of. I don't that that one just can't even. <laughs> we had a good date then he Venmo requested me because I wasn't interested in him anymore. Oh my god. <laughs> I literally just had a conversation with someone not that long ago about this sort of move and my feeling 
I think it's fine whatever people decide to do for a first date you can split it the woman can pay the man can pay like it doesn't matter but I think whoever picks the restaurant especially if it's a place that financially is expensive yeah that like might push someone a little bit if it's three dollar signs I don't even know like dollar sign wise because I mean everybody's so different right but you you can't expect the other person to pay but especially if it's just because they don't like you no I know I mean if, oh my god if I'm picking where we're going to well, eat she d- I'm guessing it's a she uh she dodged a, a bullet, bullet there yeah. that is look I'm very well aware of that rule and that's why I typically do let the guy pick the place I have in a situation before where they picked the place I ordered food thinking we're gonna split it he orders nothing and pick this expensive restaurant <laughs> it was so weird but yeah I mean I think it's always awkward like knowing like who's gonna pay who's I would say like at least pretend to reach for your wallet like at least try yeah. but I would have declined his Venmo request I would have said sorry yeah too late oh for sure like once the cards are down and I want to follow up on that yeah what did she do I mean I feel like you decline and then you block speaking of here's another one first date he asked me if I got the bill was he kidding like was that a joke <laughs> I mean not saying that like uh, he should I automatically feel like you pay. should you should go Dutch if yeah you're if you're wondering yeah I think I think okay if you have never met this person before like potentially a first date like you met through a dating app or maybe you met at a bar or something one time I think you should probably assume you're gonna split it however a lot of times I don't go on a first date with a guy until I've been talking to them for a long time where I know them already personally in that case I feel like I would maybe assume they were gonna pay yeah if it was a formal date but I also would be prepared to split it if necessary. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I do feel like even with dating app situations and like the first dates I've had from that, I did end up in a situation every time where the guy paid and I did. It wasn't like I made no effort for like to pay to go Dutch or something, but I did find that kind of nice because they often like set up the date. Right. And mm-hmm. it just it feels like a little more like that feels kind of romantic and nice and makes you yeah. feel good and then I think by probably a third day you should be splitting it or you should cover it and that's kind of what I do like it's like a couple dates somebody covers it a couple dates after that somebody else covers it I do that with my friends too it all just averages out well especially too like depending on if you're like going to dinner and then maybe you go to drinks after like sometimes yeah. they'll offer to pay for like the first round of drinks or something or you know I just think it just depends but we joke about it like it's something that's just kind of oh this little detail but I do feel like it is a sign of how that person looks at money and yeah. how they look at how money relates to their relationship And I do think that you should be on the same page with whoever you're dating about that because I think that's something that ultimately, like, if you're pursuing a long-term relationship with this person, you would want to know if you're on the same page about how much you're willing to invest in it financially. Like, that comes to gifts, like, when it comes to Christmas and stuff or events, maybe you want to go on trips, you know? Like, you got to be on the same page about is are we spending as little money as possible in this relationship or are we investing in it you know yeah I I do get where you're coming from for sure but I agree with that 
people are going to feel differently about it and just it just might be a sign that down the road other things they're going to be tight on too but anyone who suggests that somebody else has it (laughs) yeah that's not the move but also make sure if someone does pay for it like thank them a lot yeah I always try to make sure to do that. I'm like, thank you so much. Yeah, don't, I do it. don't be don't like pull a ghost after they pay for your meal. Yeah. You know, like they deserve something, even if you're not feeling it. Yeah. Don't ghost them. OK. Um, speaking of ghosts, you remind me of my dad who passed away five years ago. You should probably date my mom. OK. The first part's pretty weird. <laughs> and then it gets really weird. <laughs> Because, like, I mean, it's not that weird to, on a first date, that's actually very strange to compare someone to a parent, especially a dead parent. That's a pretty crazy thing to say. Yeah. The the second part just, like, takes it so far over the edge, though. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, a, it's a bit much. <laughs> um, let me see. My friend's date and her let met up with us and he asked if i lived a tortured life lol what so her friend was on a date with a guy and met up with her and the her date asked her not the one on the date but the other girl if she lived a tortured life i feel like there has to be context missing from this yeah i really i mean this is one of my friends so i'm gonna ask her for more context later like probably there are certain types of professions where you would joke about it being a tortured life you know not like i think about that with law school even right like it's kind of torture and we all joke we're like masochists yeah i think we're gonna have to get more information on that (laughs) one um last one Girl swiped her car into traffic barrels on the way. It was ominous. Wait a minute. You guys rode together in the f- in the car to your first date? That is bizarre. I never let a guy pick me up for no. a first date. No. You meet in a public place and only let them walk you back to your car if you feel comfortable with them. They're not a total weirdo. Yeah. No, I am. I am not willing to let them know where I live. 100%. Oh, yeah. G- guys get really... Like, I one time had a guy get pretty offended by that. He was like, can I just pick you up on the way? And I was like, no. Not because first Well, because I need to have a getaway car. Because that one time, I literally did need a getaway car when I ran away from that date. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This you, is <laughs> You don't have a good track record with first dates. I have a terrible time with first dates. I, I think one of the best first dates I ever, you know... This was an interesting experiment. One time I did take an edible before I went on a first date and I don't remember anything that was said at that dinner and I feel so bad. Was that like your best first date though? I never <laughs> spoke to him again. I was th- that was when I was actually embarrassed because I don't remember anything. This was like when I was just not even it wasn't even something that I did. I just felt really anxious about going on the date and I'm like, what can I do? And then my friend suggested I take one and I was like, okay. And then it just really hit. And it was just (laughs) it was not the setting to be on edibles and not the man to be on edibles with. Like it was just it was just so bad. But um I hope There probably are some guys who would laugh about that though. Like if you told them they would like be weirdly flattered that you needed an edible to relax enough yeah because you were excited about it yeah that's true that's true (laughs) maybe with the right guy that move would work 
yeah i mean i could i could try it out again and see how it goes <laughs> you know it's it's an option um but you know the first date stories maybe they made you feel better about potentially being single this valentine's day maybe they didn't i hope that they made you feel a little bit better yeah i mean you're not single not not entire it's complicated relationship I'm status it's complicated not that complicated it's <laughs> dating yeah maddie's dating welcome to the world of being an adult and dating maddie's dating but i'm unsure of valentine's day plans yeah i'm a big fan of galentine's day yeah galentine's day is where it's at or like family-tine's day <laughs> like family time yeah our mom used to write us the cutest little yeah, cards for Valentine's Day. She still does. I mean, that's like the best part about Valentine's Day. Grandma used to make us those amazing baskets, too. Yeah. That was so nice. Do you think she was worried that we were going to be alone? So she did that no, to make sure. No, we were kids and she loved doing that. Our grandma's an artist and she'd always like make us these super incredible packages ba- yeah for different holidays and she would like make things like actually sew things and she would dye the fabric herself and it was usually like, themed to whatever colors we liked and yeah she'd spend a lot of time on it yeah I just think that there's so many different types of love and I mean for me Valentine's Day is just kind of another day but I guess it is worth acknowledging the people that love you on that day yes it is definitely important to make sure you know you don't want to be like the bitter person on valentine's day like you don't want to be the one that's like oh i'm single like i hate the world like this is the worst like focus on the people in your life that do love you and do care about you because honestly if they're single or maybe they're having a bad valentine's day with their partner they're probably going to be really appreciative that you reached out and said how much you love them yeah yeah I mean I think Valentine's Day is about a lot more than teddy bears roses and boxes of chocolate (laughs) yeah I've had a terrible Valentine's Day track record when I've been in a relationship I've been broken up with and I've broken up with someone on Valentine's Day yeah I feel like I've had a couple notably bad Valentine's Days. Oh, my God. Please tell the story. No, I I can tell the Cliff Notes version. Uh, but my first Valentine's Day with someone I ended up dating for a little while. A little while. A long while. <laughs> a long while. Um, we had been together for a bit. And like we were official and everything. And our first Valentine's Day, it was getting pretty late. And it occurred to me that like, he didn't really have anything planned. Hadn't got me a single thing. I'm very chill, but I literally asked him like what our plans were for dinner. Like in a I think in a chill way. I wasn't like upset. I didn't have flowers or anything. And he was like, Oh, I don't know. I was just I have to go call my mom. And he was planning on talking to his mom for like a long time on our first Valentine's Day. And then I think I'm guessing his mom was like, you need to plan something because by the time I saw him again, after he'd had that phone call, we had dinner reservations somewhere. Okay. Also, like follow up question. Why was his mom available to have a phone call for that long on Valentine's Day? What was she not doing anything? 
I don't, I, it was a uh, later response. Oh, so. okay. Let's hope that she, <laughs> that she wasn't looking forward to talking to her son on Valentine's Day. I know. I, I do feel bad. Maybe I, maybe you messed up her Valentine. That's true. Did you ever think about that? You know, reflecting back on it. <laughs> uh, but it's funny. I can't remember any other Valentine's Days with partners. Except oh, for that negative funny. one. But the other Valentine's Days I remember are good ones that like we spent together. Yeah. Like I remember those sorts of things. I remember one Valentine's Day where I went and saw 50 Shades in theaters with some girlfriends and there were like a few groups of girls and then you look around and you see all these couples and the guys are just in pain because they don't want to be there like ladies let's let's think about what guys want to do for valentine's day too and let's make it something we we both want to do right i agree let's let's make it something that shows our mutual appreciation of each other that we know what the other person likes and doesn't like doing and not put men through watching 50 shades in a theater for two and a half hours a night yeah, because it's it's you ultimately want to be celebrating your love. And if you're only doing something that you love or just something predictable, like going out to dinner, or going to a movie or something, I would say, like, get creative with your partner this year. Like, do something that's a little bit different. Maybe you guys um, make dinner for each other at home and one of you has to make the entree and one has to make the dessert or something like that. Or... You know, there are other things you can do with um, your partner besides dragging them to a movie they don't want to see. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think there's lots of ways to do it, but you don't have to spend a ton of money. Like speaking of someone who has definitely, I don't know. Oh, you planned that one cute thing one time in your car where you went and looked at stars and you like set up all the pillows. I that mean, was cute. I'm phenomenal at planning. I think that should be a... a a profession of mine is a consultant for date planning because I feel like I'm pretty good at that. I did one time set up stars in the back of a car um, with blankets and everything to to look up the night sky. Um, one year I put all the things that I liked about my partner on a sticky note and then I made it into like the shape of a heart. It was very cheesy but it was kind of sweet. <laughs> I don't know. I think I'm like can be ro- I can be romantic but I like to be I like to think a lot about my partner when I plan things like that and yeah I just don't think I think as long as you're not getting caught up on expecting like okay I have to have flowers or I have to have this or have that then I think as long as you're just focused on the people that you love that are around you and whether that be a romantic partner or just friends and family I think that's what's the most important but other tips that I would have as far as surviving Valentine's Day because let's face it everyone's gonna post a picture of the people that they're dating yeah be prepared and you might roll your eyes at some of the posts that you see you might feel like oh okay well I see them fighting in the club every other week like they're not (laughs) this happy I know I I go through it too I also (laughs) feel like it's an interesting day to learn oh this person is in a relationship I didn't know that um yeah, that's going to happen. So <laughs> start DMing women and like saving them from horrible relationships. Oh, my God. See, I'll never be that hero. I'm just not. Um, I think that like I, she's going to find out at some point. You're also too well known. I feel like. Yeah. To do that. I've had a guy before warn me that because I called him one time that his girlfriend might be 
that I did not know that they were dating. I had no idea. I just called him as a friend and he warned me that she might be DMing me. And I thought about that for a second and I was like, would this really happen? Would, th- would someone really do this? Yeah. I mean, haven't you gotten crazy DMs? Um, not like actually about something relating to me. No. I mean, this was genuinely like my guy friend and I was like, this is a little bit. Anyway, (laughs) my point of that is that social media is going to be a place on Valentine's Day that I recommend if you are at all feeling sad or lonesome or somewhat rejected on Valentine's Day, do not go on social media. Try to avoid it. Just for your own peace of mind, you know, maybe invite some friends over to eat dinner together or to go out and do something if you want. Or you can just put on a good movie and do like a me time thing. But I just feel like people all the time, rather than like trying to figure out ways to avoid being upset about something, they almost like run towards that pain. And I'm just like, don't do that. Like, don't put yourself through that. Yeah. I mean, I think especially social media seems like it would be a space to avoid if you think it's going to trigger you in some way. I will say on days when I'm feeling lonely, I do gravitate towards like a romance movie. Yeah. Which I guess isn't in some ways it's because you like to put on. This is an age old debate that Madison and I have. (laughs) Whenever I'm feeling like when I went through a breakup this summer and I was just I was sad for like about a week, pretty sad for a week straight. I watched every single crime documentary I could watch because I don't want to watch something funny and be reminded of when I was laughing with that guy. I want to be scared by some crime that was committed. Well, I'm not watching funny things necessarily. I have my go to old school romances like Pride and Prejudice and I watch it and I just I know like all the words now and the score and just that touch of the hands I don't know it just makes me feel so good oh my gosh we've got a hopeless romantic on our hands over here I I don't I think for me when I feel lonely it I do like watching romantic things that's cute yeah is it my Pisces moon I mean, we are going to be getting into all of that astrology in next week's episode. Yeah, preview. Preview of that. It's going to be a really great episode. Um, It's, yeah, I mean, you guys will just have to wait and see, I think. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm so glad that everyone is finally getting a chance to meet one of the most important people in my life, Madison. And I think she did really great for her first episode. Thank you and taking a compliment again you you're learning you are learning I really am trying (laughs) you are learning well thank you guys so much for joining us for this really fun episode (laughs) about all sorts of random topics I mean this this outro is about as random as the episode I can't figure out how to close this out (laughs) I'm really so bad at these but um please be sure to like, follow, and subscribe to this podcast. And don't follow me on social media, please. <laughs> yeah, don't follow Madison. I will not be linking her Instagram. But be sure to follow us at Out of His League. And also be sure to check out our website, www.com, out of his league, uh, www.outofhisleague.com. 
<laughs> to uh, to shop our first drop of merch. How many W's was that? Oh my god! Can you do it again? <laughs> you know what? I'm gonna get fired. You're gonna replace me, and then Stella's gonna be the new host. Oh, we should make Stella an Instagram, and then then people can follow that. Uh, she just got up <laughs> to look at us. All right, we better go before we start talking about Stella again. You know, well, Stella and Pippa join Instagram. Okay, I'll consider it. We'll talk it over. Happy Valentine's Day, everyone. Happy Galentine's Day. Happy Famila Valentine's Day. And happy Monday. <laughs> happy Monday? Valentine's Day is on a Monday. Yeah, I mean, it is Wednesday right now, but happy upcoming Monday. Happy upcoming Monday. <laughs> and happy post-Super Bowl Sunday. Oh, yeah, what's your Super and Bowl And happy pick? almost Tuesday. <laughs> Yeah, when people say happy Valentine's Day to you, just say happy almost Tuesday to you too. <laughs> but Maddie, we totally forgot. Super Bowl pick. What's your Super Bowl pick? Rams. Ugh, Bengals for me. I'm in LA. You're not a Rams fan. I like I like Matt Stafford. I'm going to wear my uh, Matt Stafford Georgia jersey. Okay, well, I'm going to find something orange to wear to support the Bengals. Is it Bengals or Bengals? Bengals or bangles? Bengal. It's an E. Bengals. Yeah. Okay. You just want to support Joe Burrow. Yeah. I mean, who wouldn't? So cute. I mean, the guy's fashion sense is a little... A little sus. <laughs> a little sus. I just always say, like, is he going to look back one day at his no, fashion? No. That dude is confident. And be like, what was I thinking? No. He thinks he's just an innovator. Uh, yeah. I want. He thinks he's fashion forward. I think he just doesn't care enough and he thinks he looks really good. Well, interesting. <laughs> Very interesting. All right. Happy Wednesday <laughs> and happy almost Valentine's Day, everybody. Bye. Bye.